All right, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and that, my friends and family, means you. So I'm your host, Naja Roberts. And it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. And I am so excited about today. Today is April the 20th. A lot of people know this as 420 days. So for those of you that celebrate uh, 420 day, I say happy 420. 420 days to you. Uh, for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, this is a national cannabis marijuana day for 20. And so uh, there are celebrations going on all across the city, all across the nation. And I've actually been invited to a couple today. So I'm going to probably get out. And even though I don't smoke any type of 420 or cannabis uh, or any of those things, I definitely understand how it helps folks in the medicinal space. And I've been privy uh, to to be involved with several people that are in the space that are actually clients of ours who actually buy cryptocurrency in lieu of being able to uh, save their money because the banks deny them from having actual bank accounts uh, on the federal level. And so there's just a lot of different things going on in the space. And so today's show is dedicated to those who celebrate 420 Day. And it's also dedicated to those of you who have no idea how cryptocurrency and cannabis connect and intersect. And today we're going to talk a little bit about that. And it's going to really help you understand how not just cryptocurrency, but how blockchain and cannabis work hand in hand in certain uh, respects. So we're going to be dealing with that today. But before we get into the 420 stuff, I'm going to actually read my cryptocurrency quote for the day. And it says the decentralization of finance is really good for humanity. Now that we have circumvented and can circumvent banks, exchanges and brokerage by using smart contracts on the blockchain, every person, every family and every business will experience more freedom, more liberty, more opportunities, more power, more abundance and more wealth. So DeFi is a win win for humanity. And that was by someone by the name of Hendrith Vallon Smith Jr. And I appreciate that quote because I believe wholeheartedly that this is going to give our community more opportunities, more power, more abundance and more wealth. And that is exactly what we're trying to do is close the wealth gap that exists in this country. And we've done many things in the past to try to close that wealth gap. And it's just gotten wider and wider. But I really feel like we have the right antidote for this illness uh, in this in this wealth gap in this country. And so I'm super excited about what the decentralized finance brings into play. 
for our community specifically. So we're also going to do our crypto market report today. And again, I'm going to continue to say this for those of you that are more advanced and you like a more in-depth report you can go to the virtual underground railroad because i put a whole market report in there every single day so that you know what the different coins are doing that you know what the market holds in general but i don't want to get too technical because i know we have regular everyday people who are just trying to find out what this ethos is about and they don't really understand trading terminologies and things of that sort but i want to make sure that at least we're giving them a little bit of what the sentiments are in the space so they can understand. Um, and I'm not actually going to read my whole report today, but I am going to say that something different happened today, specifically on 420. Um, the U.S. dollar is actually really strong today for the very first time in almost two years the U.S. dollar broke 100. Um, and that means, you know, that the, the dollar has been hitting one. It's been hitting around 80 cent, uh, 90 cent and all those things. But this is the first time that it's broke 100 in about two years. And so because the U.S. dollar is strong, it will still be an uh, uh, overhanging uh, thought for people that are starting to invest and trying to figure out what equities market is, what stocks, what correlation between cryptocurrency and, and the NASDAQ have. All of those things have to do with really how strong the United States dollar is. And, you know, it's be, it's going to remain to be one of the be biggest headwinds as we move into folks really fully getting into uh cryptocurrency investing and we understand that and again i will say that i'm not one of those ones that wants to see the u.s dollar fail we want to see our currency do well but we also want to see that currency give equal opportunity across the board and so that's what we're talking about today in this market report so it just basically says crypto starts seeing bullish signals as altcoins lead the rebound. So, ladies and gentlemen, what that means as far as bullish means it's going towards the upsides. The crypto starts seeing an upside and most of that is happening with the alternative coins for whatever reason. And when we come forward, we'll talk about what the price of Bitcoin is today and how it's traded over the last 24 hours because it's had a little bit of a change and um, we'll start to get into our crypto scoop and again this is all going to be about the 420 industry and 420 day today so this is going to be talking about crypto blockchain and marijuana or weed or whatever you want to say um, but when we come forward ladies and gentlemen we'll get the crypto scoop this is kbla Talk 1580. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. 
All right now, and we are ready for the crypto scoop. And I told you that this show in in its entirety is going to be centered around 420 day, which is the marijuana day today, which is April the 20th. So I found some articles that have to do with cryptocurrency and cannabis and marijuana, however you want to size it up or however you want to say it and so one of the articles that i found talks about buds on the blockchain the road ahead for the crypto and cannabis and so young harriet is going to shine some light on that for you so basically what are the opportunities that exist in the intersection of cannabis and blockchain technology? And what we're going to do is talk about what the future holds for this intriguing team up. As I stated to you all before, and I know I've said it several different times, cannabis and cryptocurrency actually have a lot of things in common as it relates to laws, regulation, and the banks. And so despite the growing momentum momentum of legalization across the country uh, the state of cannabis banking still remains at a standstill so in case you all didn't know bitcoin banking remains at a standstill as well so just like you can't get cannabis accounts you can't get cryptocurrency accounts but traditional banks backed by the federal reserve continue to shut their doors to state licensed cannabis companies uh, and they're really unwilling to touch funds that have passed through still federally illegal hands in their opinion and so in their turn for struggling in the cannabis industry to have to deal with this high risk of holding all cash a lot of them and i've been to a lot of different places where they've got rooms full of cash uh, that is being stored up because they can't bank it. So what a lot of them are doing is turning to cryptocurrency to begin to store some of their wealth in Bitcoin specifically. I'm suggesting that our clients that we deal with go to Bitcoin specifically. And it's been a really good help for them because they're not on pins and needles trying to figure out how to move all these dollars from place to place. Um, because they can then come in and turn it in and get themselves some Bitcoin. And then we deal with uh, their cash influx into the bank, which is legal um, because that's what we're doing. We have a brick and mortar cryptocurrency exchange and helping people in the crypto um, in the cannabis industry was one of the things that we started doing early on uh, because we're all about solutions. And so. Um, they still don't have access to traditional bank loans to build their businesses and they really don't need bank loans. But when you think about how the rich and the wealthy move, they typically use other people's money to get what they need done. And so in the cryptocurrency space and in the, the cannabis space, it shouldn't be any different, but we're not able to have those luxuries. So we've got to build how we can. So one of the other things that happened uh, with the cryptocurrency and the cannabis space is this thing called blockchain. So we talked a little earlier on about the fact that Blockchain provides individuals, companies with 
a sort of a database. And so I explain what blockchain is kind of in layman terms. It's a sophisticated database. Um, and a database does four things. You're able to put information in there. You're able to share it with whoever you want to. You're able to alter the information if you need to. And you're able to delete the information if you want to. Well, with blockchain, it only allows you to do two things. It, you, you're able to input information that cannot be deleted or altered. And then it is shared with everyone to see. Everyone that has the address or the website, they can actually go in and see what transactions are happening on the blockchain. But inside of that, there's so many other benefits that will and are helping the cannabis space. And I'm going to say right here in Los Angeles, I think that the blockchain being implemented in this cannabis space would be huge because right now, whether we want to admit it or not, some of the inner city dispensaries are spraying chemicals on the cannabis that are being handed out to some of the people in our community. Therefore, you go to these hospitals and you see in these young folks that have flipped out because I firmly believe that they're putting a whole lot more on this cannabis that's being sold to our community than they want to admit or that they're able to actually monitor. And I believe the blockchain would help us with that just a little bit because people would be more accountable about what's happening and the powers that be could go in and make sure that this implementation of the blockchain and the actual records that are being kept are being kept in and done without doing with any without without allowing anyone to do anything nefarious i'm just going to say it that way and so the blockchain which we call supply chain utilize utilization of the su supply chain it we is and can be huge in the cannabis industry so i want to make sure that you all understand that it is not absolutely just about cryptocurrency but it is definitely about blockchain technology and i say that all the time as it relates to anything blockchain technology is the technology that is changing things and it can stand alone without cryptocurrency um, but many of us see the promise of decentralization and finance to be the thing that can help the cannabis industry and help them where they're not as limited to their access with financial services. So, ladies and gentlemen, as we embark on whether you think cannabis should or shouldn't be legal, um, there are different things that are happening in this space that are intertwining each other, but it's making it safe for the users, but also for those that are that are actually uh, giving out cannabis, or we shouldn't say giving out, selling, but are selling throughout the process. And so again, blockchain helps that. So as I started to really look at how intertwined the cannabis industry is what the cryptocurrency is i found a couple of interesting facts um 
And I'm going to share a little bit later about a company, a company that was here in Southern California. Actually, they were in Santa Monica uh, that had some cryptocurrency dealings and they even had a cannabis WeWork space. And I went to meet with them when I first opened and they had really good intentions on how they could have a cannabis WeWork space and they wanted to use cryptocurrency for their people to make payments for the WeWork space. They wanted to make payments in cryptocurrency or have everybody pay in crypto cryptocurrency because that was the best thing for them to do because, again, banking was limited. Um, but that space is no longer around. And I believe what they did was sold their own cannabis coin, uh, which was which would be one of the other cryptocurrencies out there. And so I looked to see if they were still around. They're not. Their coin is not around. So it means those people who actually invested in that cryptocurrency lost their money because they're gone and so that's why we want you to be so very careful before you go investing in all these different cryptocurrencies because people have great ideas they have great white papers white papers which is the thing that you need to be reading to do your due diligence before you invest in any coin but i'm going to just talk about really quickly the four that i will found that i found that are still standing and so there are a lot of arguments in favor of cannabis based coins and again i tell you that as a recovering coinaholic a couple of these that i'm naming i had I purchased back in 2017 because I didn't know any better. But I can also tell you that these coins have done absolutely nothing. But just because we have a cryptocurrency show and we want to share the good, the bad and the ugly, I am going to let you know that there are four cryptocurrencies right now that are out there that are tied to some sort of marijuana or cannabis product and one of them is called potcoin <laughs> and i have to laugh because when i um when i actually got involved in the cryptocurrency space i was really really wanting to get involved with coins that were priced low and that eventually would go high and I got involved with this pot coin specifically thinking it was going to go through the roof and that I was going to make a lot of money in this space with these different cryptocurrencies. And that is why I tell you all that a lot of us have paid our tuition. We know that some of these coins are not good for you. And so we're just going to share that. And, and this is one of the ones that I would suggest that you you invest in with caution. And so our community is still getting involved in these coins because they see these uh, dispensaries all across the United States. And if, if they're like me, they say, I don't smoke, I don't indulge, but somebody is. And, and when we look at these cryptocurrencies like an actual company, then we think that we can invest in them. And as the company does better, so will we with the cryptocurrency. But 
these tokens are not all the time cracked up to be what they what you think they should be or how you should be working in this space or investing in this space so i'm just going to give you a couple of those coins that are out there and again there are four um and you should know that they definitely exist and they may or may not increase in price so we've got a coin called pot coin as i stated they've got one that's even called dope coin and a lot of these dispensaries across the united states and even here in los angeles are accepting bitcoin litecoin and bitcoin cash for their cannabis transactions in those states that have legalized uh, the cannabis industry all locations though throughout california do accept cryptocurrency if you go through something called the people's remedy so the people's remedy is a company in the cannabis space that has made sure that all of the companies that are affiliated with them are able to accept cryptocurrency as payment because they know that they'll do better uh, if they have that payment option available however it, we don't know really if it's something that consumers are demanding at these dispensaries or if this is something that the dispensaries just want to have so that they can make sure they can take advantage of any payment rail that anyone has. But we still have to remember that if these businesses are taking cryptocurrency uh, for the value of their product, it's still volatile. So, some people feel it's still too risky. And so what they do is if they accept Bitcoin, they immediately turn that Bitcoin into a stable coin. And I talked to you all about that last week, what a stable coin is. It's supposed to help people or businesses stay away from the volatility because we do know that cryptocurrency is volatile. And if you've got to use the cryptocurrency then to then go and buy more product, then you want to make sure that the price that you sold the good for is the same and it has not dropped or you lose money in the process. But again, remember when you transfer from one sort of cryptocurrency to another one, you've created a taxable event. And so we want to make sure that if you're in business or you have friends or family that are in business in this space, they absolutely can accept cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, as payment but they need to understand how it works on their end so that they can do better to ensure that they're able to keep their clients happy as well as uh be positive with their bottom line and so a lot of companies are accepting crypto but they just need to know the technicalities before they uh continue to move forward and as the industry grows just understand how the blockchain and cryptocurrency works in their favor or against them if they're doing anything that they shouldn't be doing because blockchain is traceable and so we want to make sure that everyone understands that as well and ladies and gentlemen when we come forward we're going to be talking about the cannabis companies who are now branding themselves with tokens this is called nfts non 
non-refundable tokens. And we've got some companies right here in our community and some founders that are right here in our community that are spinning up in the token section of cryptocurrency. And we want to make sure that you're aware of it. Just so you know, if nothing else, just understand how vast this space is and how many different industries it crosses. So to those of you that are listening, happy 420 day. This is KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you've had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. Less BS per broadcast. Fewer microaggressions per megawatt. KBLA Talk 1580. All right. And we're here talking about the four marijuana cryptocurrencies that are out there. And again, proceed with caution. You have Potcoin. <laughs> You've definitely got... Um, cannabis coin and we didn't mention that i haven't had the pleasure of meeting that individual uh who has cannabis coin but it started in 2014 and that's one of the cryptocurrencies that's out there we mentioned the dope coin but the last one was hemp coin and i do have some clients that invested in hemp coin and really they invest in hemp coin because you know when you have like carpal tunnel or you have some pain or chronic pain they use hemp and they use all sorts of other things and so they invested in these hemp coins or this particular hemp coin thinking that it was going to do really good um and i'm not going to say that it hasn't done good but it hasn't done as great as they thought and so investing in any of these coins you should you should proceed with caution and you should also know that everything is risky it's volatile we don't know if the companies are going to be there we don't know if the owners are going to be there none of these coins do we control and that's why we say the safest bet is to stick with bitcoin but because it's 420 we're talking about these four coins um and so there was something else that i wanted to bring to you all's attention as it relates to these coins they are tokens um and so there's going to coin market cap you can actually google these particular coins and you can go in and you can read their white papers so it's really going to talk to you about what these companies have in store what their timelines are and what their intentions are and we've got to make sure that we're thoroughly understanding what they're supposed to be doing, maybe in the agricultural space or just medicinal or if they're talking about farming industry. There's just so many things that that these coins can be involved in. And so you want to know exactly what it is. But these 100 percent, ladies and gentlemen, are not 
anything that is illegal. So it's not talking about any type of illegal activity. And so I want to make sure that we're all clear that even though federally uh, they say marijuana or cannabis is not permissible on the state level, especially here in Los Angeles with all these dispensaries all across the Southern California, um, you could possibly invest in some of these coins that may be tied to some of these industries inside of the cannabis space. But please be careful. And so I'm just reiterating that so that we are all clear and that you understand that I'm not suggesting by any means that you invest in any of these coins but just so you know for information purposes only because we are here on 420 2022 so that is why we're talking about those so the next lane in the cryptocurrency space where there are cannabis type companies is the NFT space now those are non-fungible tokens totally and those companies consist of one that I interviewed last night, which is called the Blunt Heads. Now, while this founder does not smoke weed or indulge in weed, he tells the story of how he brought to life a Blunt who lives in a city called uh, Blunt Hills. And he is a native of Los Angeles. His name is John Boy. His best friend is Ice-T. And they have this cartoon that is soon to be coming to some of the televisions near you um, called the Bluntheads. But what he did was when he saw NFTs in the cryptocurrency space, he felt it was an opportunity for him to take advantage of what is happening where people are supporting artists for their creative works. And so he created the Bluntheads project he just launched on April 1st and he has sold his first NFTs and I spoke with him last night on an interview and he was really happy and successfully uh, telling us about how um, he was able to launch and put some money in his pocket because he's created these characters called Bluntheads but he does have a Bluntheads that talks about children staying away from the cannabis space. And so he wanted to make sure that every person that watches this cartoon, even though it's an adult entertainment cartoon, if any children got a hold of it, they would have a character in there that is admonishing them to be using cryptocurrency, I mean, to be using cannabis at such a young age. And so his NFT is called the Bluntheads. There's also a crypto cannabis club and they sell NFTs. And again, those are tokens. So when you buy any of their pieces of artwork, you actually own a little bit of the company. And that's kind of how they're structured and how they're set up. One of the other NFT projects that I will bring to your attention is called Weed Punks. And they just did a spin off of the cypherpunks and and some of the other um, NFT projects that are out there. And they're doing an incredible job. Also here in the Los Angeles area are the weed punks uh, along with the blunt heads. And again, both of them are having events today here on 420. And 
Ironically, neither one of the founders of either one of these companies smoke weed or indulge in weed. Um, but it's just interesting to see. But there's this big thing called this crypto cannabis club. And ladies and gentlemen, I have said to you, for those of you that are trying to learn about these NFTs, I really feel like a lot of these NFT collectibles are the new modern day good old boy clubs. I'm just going to say it like that because there are people that can afford to buy some of these NFTs and it allows them the ability to get into certain parties, to get into certain functions, uh, to get into to different investments, but you have to carry or hold or be a buyer of one of the, their NFTs. And so this crypto cannabis club is one of those that require people to have have their their actual token their nft and it allows them to get involved in some of the other investments that they have in the cannabis space and i kind of feel like it's a way to block some of our community out and so with our company having our own nfts we need to support our own uh not that you know i want you to run out today and buy blunt heads or weed punks which those those owners would love for you to do so i'm not going to say anything against that either because we want to support the creatives um but both of these projects that i'm talking about the blunt heads and the weed punks they actually have a good cause behind it because every weed punk nft sold goes to crypto kids camp uh, some of the proceeds come to Crypto Kids Camp. And for the blunt heads, some of the proceeds go to Smart Kids Don't Get High. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, these are opportunities for you to support local artists and give back to some of the nonprofit organizations that are doing good things for the children in our community. When we come forward, we are going to talk about Snoop Dogg and how he has intersected with the cryptocurrency space. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> Now, let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have the 420 announcement of the year in the cryptocurrency space. Our very own homegrown Snoop Dogg is bringing digital weed to the metaverse. Ladies and gentlemen, this is incredible information and this is transformational because he's not just selling weed ladies and gentlemen he's selling virtual weed which means nobody's actually smoking it nobody's actually partaking they're inside of the metaverse with this digital cannabis and this is really really interesting so aside from being a hip-hop superstar and a music mogul snoop dogg is also one of the most vocal members of the cryptocurrency industry he is 
being known right now for building a virtual version of his real life mansion and holding concerts in the sandbox space. Snoop has switched his focus to a platform called Mobland. And that's M-O-B-L-A-N-D. So Mobland. And I literally, after reading this, just had to sign up for it because I wanted to see what it was about. But Snoop is involved in the fastest growing industry in the world. And that is called the metaverse. And yes, it is spinoff from the cryptocurrency space and because they're using cryptocurrency inside of the metaverses they're buying everything from cars to houses and now ladies and gentlemen they're buying medicinal and or recreational weed in the metaverse and so one of the biggest things that this is going to do is people can buy this marijuana inside the metaverse and they can buy this meat weed in the metaverse and have it delivered to their physical door at home. This is going to be absolutely incredible. This came out on a press release and I am just interested to see how this is going to play out because in order for someone to buy something in the metaverse and it shows up at their real house like real real house not anything that um not a house that's in the metaverse is incredible and is going to take a lot of organization and i'm super excited about seeing how this plays out <coughs> so we got to make sure that we keep our eye on that he's also having these concerts and they're selling weed at the concerts inside of the metaverse and again his digital weed farm nft will be used to promote the launch of business buildings in mobland which are set to be released later this quarter mobland believes that the introduction of business buildings will revolutionize the existing metaverse design Ladies and gentlemen, this is an incredible thing in the cryptocurrency space. A lot of people are using influencers to teach about cryptocurrency. But Snoop Dogg is one of the big greats that everyone is watching. And because he comes from our community, we definitely want to watch and support some of the things that he's doing, even if we're not in the cannabis space. So this partnership is huge. And when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do our daily dollar cost average. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. Find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see. We're KBLA Talk 1580. All right. All right. It is time for us to do our daily dollar cost average. But before I do, I found a quote that Snoop said about dealing in the cryptocurrency space and the metaverse space. He says, if it is flipping hamburgers at McDonald's, be the best hamburger flipper in the world. Whatever you do, you master your craft. 
I have been mastering my craft for decades, but my son showed me the importance of collaborations with Mobland and to introduce the first ever digital weed farms as non-fungible tokens. So Snoop is saying he's got a paradigm shift and it's happening in the metaverse and in the cryptocurrency space. So, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. Prayerfully, we'll have him on and he can share his side of everything and what he's doing and the moves he's making in the space. So now we are going to dollar cost average. A DCA a day keeps poverty away. And that DCA stands for dollar cost average. And what we're going to do every day on the radio is we're going to dollar cost average six dollars worth of satoshis a satoshi is the smallest part of a bitcoin just like there is a hundred pennies in a dollar there are a hundred million satoshis in a bitcoin and so what you're going to do is take out your cell phone you're going to open up the black wall street wallet and you're going to click on the purple circle that has the two arrows that go each direction. Once you click on that, it's gonna allow you the option to buy, sell, trade, do a couple other things, but we're buying Bitcoin. So you're gonna click on buy Bitcoin, and then you're gonna have an option to do this one time or set it up where it's set to go every single day, every single month, every other day, however you want to do it, you can set it up to do that. But today we are doing our daily buy and that's with $6. So you're going to click one time, then you're going to click $6 and then you're going to hit continue. You're going to go next and you'll see the screen that shows you how much Bitcoin is trading for today along with the 11 cents that goes to the Black Wall Street wallet. And that's okay, because we're supporting black business. And then you're gonna hit continue. And voila, you have purchased $6 worth of Satoshis. So why are we dollar cost averaging? We're dollar cost averaging because it gets rid of the volatility. So when the price of Bitcoin is high, you're buying. When the price of Bitcoin gets low, it's on sale and you're buying and you may even buy more during those days. But we're sticking to the six dollars a day. And I was able to buy less Bitcoin today than I was on Monday because the price of Bitcoin is changing. It's forever changing. But again, we have not reached the full potential of what the price of Bitcoin is going to be. So if you dollar cost average, you ensure yourself that you'll be able to participate when Bitcoin hits the millions of dollars that we believe it's going to be in the next five to 10 years. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, do not touch that dial. We are minutes away from the D.L. Hughley show. And as you know, I say D.L. is the youth the truth and i cannot wait to listen to his show today happy 420 day to all of the, you that are celebrating this is kbla talk 1580 kbla 1580 santa monica